Welcome to Dr. Mary Oz's Radical Change Now radio program. Today you will learn how to combine healing and the law of attraction to better your own life in mere weeks. Join us on our journey, which starts right now. Here's your host, Dr. Mary Oz. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Radical Change Now, where we care about any radical change that you want or need. And it could have to do with yourself. It could have to do with a family member, a spouse, a child, a friend, a co-worker. And today we have a very special show planned for you today. We have Dr. Colleen Carroll is back with us. Welcome, Dr. Colleen. Thank you. So glad to be here again. Yes, and we're focusing on today's show is called Your Child May Be Addicted to Screens, What Should You Do? And I just want to give Dr. Colleen an introduction because she's got an amazing background. She's known as a global expert in ending childhood screen addiction. She's a number one best-selling author, speaker, educator, and coach to parents of screen-obsessed kids. She's honored with the Distinguished Emerging Leaders Award for her groundbreaking work in thought leadership in education from the prestigious organization Phi Delta Kappa International. Dr. Carroll teaches parents how to unglue their kids from video games and social media and love life again. She delivers actionable steps to parents in an easy-to-follow format that even the busiest parents can do with their screen-obsessed kids. Dr. Carroll spent two decades in public education in New York State as a classroom teacher an elementary principal, a director of literacy, and an assistant superintendent of schools. You've been busy, Dr. Colleen. (laughs) (laughs) You received the Elmer P. Schacht Award for pioneering research in a doctoral program in the area of educational technology. She was also honored in Washington, D.C. as one of the top 25 leaders in the nation for her innovative work in education. Her new book reached number one bestseller in three categories in just 48 hours on Amazon this year. The title of her book is Hooked on Screens, How to Get Your 5 to 14-Year-Old to Put Down the Phone, Video Games, and Electronic Devices, and Pick Up a Book. So welcome again, Dr. Colleen. Thank you. Great to be here. So, you know, last week we were talking, and I this is such an important topic for today. And, you know, I personally know so many people that are concerned about this in my own family, in my own private practice. And I didn't get the chance last week to ask you, could you share a testimonial with us of a family or a child that you've helped? Absolutely, absolutely. Of course, all my work is uh, completely confidential, and I think that's important for parents to know because when we talk about testimonials, um, I I love to speak about stories, right? And so I'm going to tell you a story about a family from the Northeast that has um, a 14-year-old son and a 12-year-old daughter. At least they were 12 and 14 last summer when we worked together. And I bring up the summer because we're here again in the summertime, right? (laughs) So Mm, I work with kids and parents all year round. But uh, in the summer, we do a very special program. I run a digital detox 
program called the Digital Detox Success Program for families, and we do that virtually. In other words, I don't need to be in person with the family. And in this particular family, it's a great story because in a lot of families, one child has a screen obsession and maybe not the other children so much. But in this family, there were two children who were screen obsessed, both the 12-year-old daughter and the 14-year-old son. The daughter loved her social media. She was really starting to get into Instagram and Snapchat in a negative way. And the parents were really concerned that she was um, you know, getting bullied in, in that way and then maybe participating in some bullying because she felt poorly about herself. And they were just so worried that this was just going to grow out of control as she got older. And the son was into video gaming. And so he was playing Fortnite. That was his game of choice. And that's a very popular one amongst middle school and high school kids. Um, but Fortnite is a video game that really can become very addictive. And they were just watching his obsession grow and grow and grow with such great concern. And this led to the parents fighting a lot because they didn't know how to handle it between them and couldn't come to a decision about what to do next. So they joined my, they, luckily we found each other, right? And they joined my summertime digital detox success program. And they worked with me for just a couple of weeks over the summer. And by the end of the summer, they were so happy to report that both kids had come on leaps and bounds away from the symptoms that they were experiencing in the beginning of the summer, which are screen addiction symptoms. And you and I talked about that last week. Some of those symptoms would be that the kids were depressed, they're acting you know, very sad all the time and having meltdowns easily. Um, their attention span was, you know, do, was uh, lagging and they were, um, especially the boy was doing poorly in school when normally he had done so well in school and their sleep patterns were off. You know, they had so many of the symptoms and by the end of the summer, with through going through this program together, so many of those symptoms, almost all of those symptoms had pretty much abated, and we were able to take them off to a school year where they had a much better plan in place for their, uh, you know, for how to handle screens when they get back to school. And I'm happy to report that they've had both of them such a successful year. Grades are up, sleeping is better, screen time is managed. So, you know, this stuff really works, and I love sharing it with parents because there is hope if you feel like there isn't any. Oh, I love that. I love that story. And, you know, it is, an in- it's interesting because sometimes I see when I have a family with two or three boys, it seems like all the boys are doing the gaming. So, mm-hmm. but you're right, for girls, it's social media often. It's not yeah. just the boys with gaming, right? That's right. Yep. Yep. In fact, um, as you know, when their children are younger, usually um, the boys tend to be more, uh, you know, the have like that obsession, but as they get older, research shows it's actually 50-50. percent wow. girls are still addicted to screens. They just may not be doing the same thing as boys on screens. But when you give them a device like a cell phone, now there's no gender difference anymore. Kids are just on screens way too much. So we need to be aware of that. And I would imagine so you could have a you could have a brother who's addicted to gaming and a, a sister who's not addicted to social media, but that that sister could be affected by the fights with the parents or the moodiness of the brother. So it's not just that how many kids might have this concern, but even just one child can throw the family off, correct? That's right. Absolutely. You know, it's like with any um, family that has one child that has maybe any kind of addiction or any kind of challenge. Everybody's affected, right? And so Mm -hmm. it's really important that the whole family um, is brought into the solution, and when you say digital detox, I just want to be clear with our audience. So 
do you do like some kind of Skype detox program or Zoom detox program? Digital means that you yes, don't have to digital. travel to them. They don't travel to you, correct? Well, it's, you know, when I'm talking about a digital detox, what I'm talking about is the family is detoxing from their digital devices. Um, okay. Usually we're mostly focused on the children. And I help the parents figure out how can you be good role models uh, that while, we, while we're taking a break from our screens and still, you know, run your life and work <laughs> and have a business or, you know, go to work and be productive and so on. So, but, um, yes, I work with the parents remotely, so it's, a, it's an online course, if you will, right? We do calls. Um, on, we, do, we can do telephone calls. We can do Zoom calls. So that's important that those are out of kids' earshots so they don't see family members <laughs> on screens while they're being told not to. We work through that, believe me. We've got a system down. And then the detox is really a break from screens for the children. So the kids, and it's a great, summertime is a great time because, in my opinion, they should be outside. You know, they should be having fun, playing outside. They should be getting involved in activities that they can't do during the school year. And um, it's a great time to take a break from screens, and that's that digital detox that I'm referring to. Mm. You know, I love that you call the program, I think you call it Digital Detox to Success, something like that, right? Success program, yeah. Success program. Very successful program. Yeah. I love that you called it that, and I think it's really apropos because the families that I know that, that are pulling their hair out, you know, about help my kids addicted to the screen, what should I do? Um, they understand the severity of something big has to shift here. And then yet I wouldn't want um, our audience to be um, turned off from the word detox because I think so many people de- think of detox as drug and alcohol detox. And mm-hmm. there's a little stigma to there. So I just want to make sure our audience really understands that this is a very helpful, wanted detox program because you're That's reducing right. the screen time and changing the environment and changing the way the children and parents are reacting over the screen addiction or obsession. Correct? That's right. That's right. Yes. And, you know, we, um, I have, it's basically like we're resetting, we're resetting the child. We're resetting the child's brain. We're, we're helping them through the withdrawal process and really do the necessary work to ensure that the child doesn't continue to get worse. Um, and so, you know, the, the detox word, it, it, it's a nice uh, alliteration with digital. <laughs> but maybe I, maybe I changed the name, but honestly, most parents are like, sign me up. <laughs> so, right, right. Um, well, and again, yeah. I think the parents that really need it understand, oh, my gosh, detox program makes sense to me. That's exactly what my kids need. Right. But we don't. I just I want to be clear, um, if, in case anyone chooses to do, go on their own, too, um, that the, this is not just a all of a sudden you drop your screens and never pick them up again kind of a, a plan. Um, when I work with parents, we have we, we, the reason why so many parents actually um, feel like failures when they try to help their child put down screens is that they are trying lots of different strategies, perhaps, but they don't actually have a plan. You know, there is not like a step one, step two, step three. They, they, maybe they try to set boundaries. They try to monitor screens. They try to talk to their child. Um, they try things that they read on the Internet, but without an actual, like, all-encompassing plan and, a, like, maybe a six-weeks course of action where someone is there to support you and you know what to do next because it is very incremental, then um, you can really, it can really fall apart and backfire and the child can, and you can be in arguments the whole time. We don't want that. 
that's why this is a that's why this is a success plan because it's going to get you from point A to point Z where you want to be, but mm-hmm. in a way that's not like crisis and arguing the whole time and where it feels like you're actually going through withdrawal like <laughs> so much. Right. So I'm right. excited about it. We're going to run it again this summer, and you know, you and I can chat about that towards the end again too, if that's of interest. Sure, I would definitely love to. So I want to make sure that we bring all our listeners up to speed. So there might be some listeners that are joining us today that didn't make the show last week. So maybe we can give a little recap. I know last week we discussed how to tell if your child is addicted to screens or obsessed with screens and why it's important for a parent to know if this is the case. And maybe you can give us just a quick recap before we actually dive today into, I know we have parents waiting to hear what you have to say, like what should they actually do? But give us a quick recap. Sure, great. Well, yeah, we talked about why kids were always on screens, like what's the big attraction, and we talked about the fact that basically it's constant brain entertainment, and the brain loves to work without having to put much effort in, and that screens are all about that, right? And we we listed all the other reasons, too, why kids' brains are so attracted to screens, and we also went into why this is a problem then. So, um, you know, the fact that kids being on screens all the time, like, why is this an issue? And we talked about the fact that it's really bad for their brain health. And the more time that they're on screens, the more brain inflammation and oxidative stress there is in the body, and the more it actually can potentially atrophy the frontal cortex of the brain, that front part of the brain, which mimics many other kinds of addictions, like drug addictions, which is really scary. And so then we talked about what kids are missing out when they're on screens, right? So if they're on the screen, what are they what are they not doing? And we listed all the things that they should be doing, like reading and playing with friends and how they're losing friends and their their grades might be failing sometimes if uh, because they're not spending time on schoolwork. Um, and so, uh, you know, and because of that, they also have lots of symptoms that are, that are, uh, have been problematic in the home. And this is where most parents' red flags start to go up. They say, you know, all of a sudden my child is short-tempered and defiant, right? All of a sudden they're angered really easily or, or uh, we used to never fight. Now we fight constantly. Um, and sometimes parents will say, oh, well, it must be because they're, they're getting into their tween or teenage years, but they, maybe their gut feeling is telling them, no, it's really worse than that. Um, they might have, uh, if they had a pre-existing condition, we discussed like ADHD or autism, those pre-existing conditions um, tend to get heightened, right? So they, they behaviors might be um, even worse than they would be without screen time. And we talked about the term wired and tired, like kids who are, you know, walking around like zombies, that, but they're really wound up, they can't sleep, but meanwhile they're exhausted at the same time, and, and how the uh, screen time, too much screen time, really messes with your melatonin and serotonin levels. So we covered a lot last week, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. And really, I really want the listeners to be thinking about, you know, you want to be concerned about both long-term and short-term effects. Right. It's really understanding the whole picture of how this is a serious issue and you don't want to be in denial. You don't want to close your eyes. You want to look for the signs. You want to understand what you're up against. And then you want to take some of the suggestions that you're going to be offering today. That's right. And that's a great point because um, what I love about what you just said is it's also an invitation for all families to hear this message, not just families who feel like their child at this time is obsessed or addicted to screens because it is incremental. It doesn't. Nobody starts out as a you know screen obsessed. All people who pick up a device in the very beginning 
are not obsessed with it yet, right? It's over time and that grows. So if you have a child who you feel like has a healthy relationship with screens right now, that's great. But keep an ear to the message because all children started out with a healthy relationship, but they grew to not have one because of the addiction factor of screens. So just want to build on what you said because that's important. Yeah, and also to encourage our listeners to not just be thinking about yourself, your own children, and your own family, but do you have any coworkers? Do you have any friends? Do you have you noticed some of your children's friends that maybe their parents aren't paying attention, right? So to think right. beyond you, who's ever listening to the call today, you know, you could always send them to Voice America to listen to the show, or you could send them, we're going to be giving the site out, drmaryozfreegifts.com, where everyone, the listeners will have access to you, Dr. Colleen, and so they might want to just pass on that link to get in touch with you. But, you know, we really want the word to get out there that these successful detox programs, they exist. They're happening this summer. They're powerful. They can change things. So it may be not for you and your family, but maybe for someone you know. That's a great point. And we also gave away a free quiz last week where folks could take the quiz and determine their level of problem in the home, right? If it's just screen interest, screen obsession, or screen addiction. And so I I believe that's still up on your link, Dr. Mary. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Great. So let's so just still let the, invite people we, if you haven't done that yet. That's your best avenue. Jump in there. It's like a two-minute quiz. Take it, and you can really see where your family falls. And then make. And I have lots of resources linked there for free once you're in the quiz, and you can start to do some reading and see you know where you feel like you'd want to go. Yeah. So what what you guys would want to do is go to Dr. Mary Oz Free Gifts G I F T S dot com. And enter your name and your email address. Scroll down to the bottom. You'll see two pictures with Dr. Colleen Carroll. The first one will give you access to the quiz. And today, Dr. Colleen is sharing another gift with us. And we're going to talk about that more at the end of the show. But she's going to make herself available by phone for anyone who's really struggling with the issues and concerns that we're talking about being screen obsessed or screen addicted. And you can actually give her a call, jump on the phone, discuss your situation with her or find out more about the detox success, digital detox success program. So that's at drmaryozfreegifts.com. So Dr. Colleen, we've got 30 seconds. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, but we'll just let our audience know when we come back, I believe we're going to start to dive into What should parents actually do now that they either suspect or they know that their child is addicted? Sounds good. Look forward to it. All right. Yeah. So we'll take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll have more with Dr. Colleen Carroll, our global expert in ending childhood screen addiction. Sounds good to me. Loving the content that Radical Change now has been sharing? Looking for more insights, strategies, and advice? Voice America is happy to announce Dr. Mary Oz's new online TV show called Life-Changing Results with Dr. Mary Oz. Come join as she reveals what it takes to have an amazing relationship with yourself, others, and the universe in ways that are not only healthy, but also extraordinary. If you are all about attracting and achieving life-changing results quickly and easily, This is for you. Join us at voiceamerica.tv and search for life-changing results. Are you ready to take the 30-day life-changing challenge that everyone is raving about? 
In this quick and easy guide, Dr. Mary Oz reveals how you can get started with your own life-changing challenge and begin receiving the results, healing, and transformation you have been longing for. If you love quick, easy, and powerful, this is a must for you. Get your hands on a copy instantly at RadicalChangeNow.com by providing your name and email so you can get started today. Your time is now, and we are here to help you get your Radical Change. Radical Change is when we receive the big changes in life that we want and deserve. The big changes that we tend to believe are difficult or not even possible. Are you interested in creating your own radical change? Dive deep with one of our coaches while we focus on you and your individual breakthrough. Our discovery session is designed to uncover hidden challenges that may be blocking you and provide you with a proven plan to achieve the change you seek once and for all. Call 1-833-447-CHANGE or visit RadicalChangeNow.com slash discovery. Radical Change Now cares about your healing, transformation, and opportunity to create the radical change you want and deserve in your relationships and in your life. Dr. Mary Oz and her guests are powerful and effective healers, coaches, mentors, and energy workers that are already transforming their clients' lives in powerful ways. Each week, we share valuable insights and advice that helps you achieve the next level of healing and transforming. Visit our gift page to see all the valuable free downloads and webinars at DrMaryOzFreeGifts.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. If you'd like to participate in our discussion today, the phone lines are open. Reach us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Let's get back to Radical Change now. Here again is Dr. Mary Oz. So welcome back, everyone, to Radical Change Now here on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. And we're here with Dr. Colleen, and I have a question for you. Are you ready? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, good. Mm-hmm. So what should parents do if they suspect their child is addicted? Yeah, great question, because lots of parents uh, feel that their child is potentially you know, on that route or in that situation. And again, I'll mention the quiz again, because that will help you decide if that's actually the case. My quiz questions are based on the American Psychological Association's questions, so it is medically determined. So if you take that quiz and you get to the point where you're reaching five out of ten or more yeses, then then you can safely say your child is probably screen addicted. And so, you know, you have several choices. The first, we did talk about a detox, uh, you know, our digital break from screens at the beginning of this uh, show, and that's that's probably the most um, drastic step. I would say it's it's the most um, jumping in with both feet, but not all parents need to start there. I would suggest by starting to make small changes around the house first and seeing if your child responds, Um, and those suggestions would include cutting back on screen time every day, you know, and um, people ask all the time, well, how much screen time is appropriate, and that's there is no get, there is no guidelines on that, unfortunately. So I would say if your child's playing multiple hours a day, you know, try to cut back by twenty five to fifty percent and see how your child responds. 
um, no screens at the dinner table or no screens an hour before bedtime. Those are some hard and fast rules I believe should be in every household. If you don't have those rules in place, try that. See how it goes. Um, getting homework done and chores done before any screen time should also be a non-negotiable. And if you haven't put those in place, try that. And also, I would never use screens as a reward because you're just basically telling a child, you do the hard work like reading. Parents tend to do this. And I say, please don't do this. Don't tell a child that if they read, they get then get screen time because what you're telling them is reading is the hard work that you don't want to do and screens are the reward. So in my mind, screens should be a privilege and not a guarantee. And so uh, if you look at it that way, you might be able to make some positive inroads. Of course, if you don't make positive inroads or if you have your child melting down constantly or getting in fights, being belligerent, and really not giving you back the screens, then you're ready for something stronger. And that's when we should talk about my success program that we were going into before. Yeah, so I love that. Um, screen time is a privilege, not a guarantee. I, I don't think parents start out there, right? I, think I would somehow... agree. I would agree. And it's because everybody else is on it, you know. Right. <laughs> so it seems like it should be a way of life. But really, if we look at it like it's not a way of life, it's a privilege that changes the way we interpret our ability to use it. So, And I think a typical kid's response is, you know, to them, it's as natural as watching TV or eating a meal and they just want what they want and they think they can have what they want. But I would assume there's a lot of room for parents to really kind of take that as a new understanding or new belief, like starting with them understanding that it really is a privilege, not a guarantee. And I would imagine the earlier you can role model or teach that to a young child, the better off, right? Absolutely. In fact, as we talked about last week, I don't <clears throat> believe, and this is not only my belief, but the um, you know um, doctors across the country also believe that young, young children, like toddlers, should not be on screens. But after that, the guidance is very vague, and so I continue with my stricter guidance, which basically says that, you know, in the ages of elementary school, that you know, not, no child should own his or her own device. This should be family devices only, and that minimal usage at best uh, is a half an hour at the most every day, I believe, for kids through elementary school. And parents who go beyond that will come back to me and said, I should have listened to you <laughs> because they thought maybe that was too minimal and maybe they wanted to give more like an hour or two hours, but then they realized it quickly got out of control. And that's because sort of around the half an hour mark, when you get past that, the brain starts to really rev up and have too much time on screens and then we get into problem behaviors. So, um, yeah. So it sounds like a big part of your program is really educating parents because this is new for parents right this is a new phenomenon it, you know right. we talked last week about how it's actually made it to the dsm-4 i believe or going to make it to the dsm-4 that's right but you know that um you know it's diagnosable right so that's right parents mm-hmm. don't really understand because it's such a new phenomenon so a big part of it is really educating the parents about what they're up against that is so true and it's because you know, the parents that are um, having children in their in their tweens and teens may or may not have had digital devices when they were very young. Most of the time, no. And then they all mm-hmm. of a sudden had to grow into that age group where they became, and they were nothing like the devices of today also, right? They weren't, the color saturation wasn't so 
beautiful and the, the graphics weren't so incredible, right? And, the, and engineers hadn't figured out how to psychologically addict our brains to the programs or to the winning and the up-leveling. So we didn't experience it the same way. But today's kids have such a different experience that we're trying to catch up with them, right? And we're also trying to catch up on the learning about, wow, why is their reaction to this so different than mine was 10, 15 years ago when I was younger? And it's because mm-hmm. it's a very different world. We're not talking about the same devices anymore, right? Touch screens and color saturation have done a lot to our brains that the old Atari joystick <laughs> didn't, use, right. to, didn't right. use to do back in the day. Like a lot of things, it's come a long way, baby, right? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's changed a lot. So, okay, so we educate the parents. We help the parents understand what they haven't really been exposed to before. And then you start taking some of the screen time away, and the kids either – some kids will go with the flow, and then we're a little less concerned, but we still watch everything, correct? Mm-hmm. And yes. then some kids, they have this, like, they they rebel. They're like... Absolutely. They say no, or they don't allow you to take it away, or they become irritable, angry, or say things that aren't good to hear, correct? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. And so, you know, if a child does respond positively, uh, bravo, because that's amazing, and you don't have a child who's you know, totally obsessed or addicted, maybe as much as you thought you did. So I always say keep making small incremental changes. Read information on my website. You know, get on my newsletter um, every Sunday. I put out the Sunday night edition where I do a video that helps parents understand a little bit more and try a new try a new strategy, um, and, you know, then they can really get their boundaries and their monitoring very clear, uh, which is really important, and being consistent about setting those boundaries and following through on those boundaries. And if you can do all of that and your child is not rebelling, then you don't need a program. You've just done a phenomenal job and keep going, right, just making sure that you're consistent. Um, however, for many families, the ch- children don't respond well to that. Uh, they, maybe they've gone a little too far and no boundaries were set and now um, they can't understand why you're putting them in place and they're not cooperating at all with you. And if that's the case, then we really need to get into um, – more conversation. That's why. I, that's when I invite parents to get on a phone call with me, right? And let's talk about where you're at in a, your unique situation and what kind of program might be the best one where you can actually follow more of a set plan rather than just trying random strategies, as I discussed at the beginning of the call. Sometimes random strategies works for people, but most of the time, if your child is in the obsessed to the addicted categories that you learned about on my quiz, those strategies are not going to work for you. You need more of a plan from start to finish. And um, and I will say, though, I will say there is a 100% success rate of children with um, who, and in the families who are consistent about following a program that includes usually a break from screens to reset the child's brain and reset their health uh, again. If the parents are consistent, the child can be 100% successful. It's actually amazing because where else can you say <laughs> that there's a 100% success rate in almost anything, right? That means right, that I want to give true. people the confidence mm-hmm. that this is completely reversible. The children's, you know, the bad symptoms that you're seeing all the way up maybe through te- late teen years, it is actually completely reversible, but you need to just, you know, implement the right situation, so... And so the worst thing parents can do is be inconsistent. And I know I've seen that in my private practice as a therapist. It's like they take it away, they give it back too soon, or they take it away and they say, we want some improvement. They don't get the improvement, but 
the child, usually it's a teenage boy, kind of bugging, poking at a mom. And the mom just kind of breaks down and just wants to get back to her own life and breaks down and gives it back without the change that's actually needed. That's right. It does take time, right? I mean, like all good change, time is part of the equation. And it also takes um, a support system, which is why in a program like mine, having me as your coach there for you. You know, when I work with parents, I, I, it's not, we just don't do it like you, you, DIY. You buy the program, you're on your own. We are on weekly coaching calls. You have access to me through email and on those calls, and then we get into group uh, conversations with others too. And that helps parents to have the backbone that they need, that when their teen, teenage boy is really having a, a tantrum, you know, at, that he wants to play Fortnite and you've said no and you feel like you have to give in, it will remind you to, to move forward because every day uh, you'll get, it'll get a little better. So it is critical. A support system is critical for sure. Yeah, I can see where that would be a powerful motivation, right? Like to be in the group setting and be like, whoa, that mom really has no control or I don't want my son to be that far down the road. I better get, I better do what I have to do here. Right? <laughs> see, see yeah, other lots people. of ways that groups can, can motivate each other for sure. Um, but yeah. also, you know, it's like, like a Facebook group when you get in there and you see that other people are struggling like you are and it makes you feel a little bit better that you're not alone. And then you also are able to share your ideas, mm-hmm. what's working for you and listen to others. So I like the power of a group in that, in that sense. So I'm sure you've heard a lot of stories. You know, I think about how I've had moms and dads say to me, like, you know, we, I have one mom that she, um, She's like five, four or five kids, and I'd say three of the boys are always on their gaming devices, and she often gets so frustrated, she literally shuts down the internet, right? If she can't get them to do mm-hmm. what she needs them to do, she literally right. calls up and says, stop the internet, I'm, I'm doesn't, she hasn't paid her bill, or she does something to somehow stop it, and yeah. then everybody gets angry, including her husband, right? Because mm-hmm. now he yeah. doesn't have access to the ad- internet. Um, right. Also, people putting devices in their cars or hiding the gaming piece and then it being damaged accidentally, you know, it's like, you know, I think parents are really grasping at straws sometimes to really figure out what works and what should I do next. So, yeah, it's a very frustrating time to be raising children is what I hear from from almost everybody because, like I said, it, this is not something that we've had to deal with until more recently that every child has their own device and there's, you know, the family has, you know, most, the average family has 14 devices in their home. When you think about desktop computers, laptop computers, iPads, other tablets, you maybe even add in a reading nook or Kindle device and then everyone in the family has a cell phone and then on top of all that, many children have gaming devices. <laughs> so, you, you know, keeping track of all of that um, and managing and monitoring it is very hard but you know there are monitoring tools out there that will help you like the Disney Circle for example is one that will allow you to program it so that you can turn off the internet at a certain hour every evening let's say 8pm or 9pm every evening internet shuts down um, and that would be every night so that you can plan for it I, I you know I subscribe to that kind of philosophy a lot more than having to uh, the, like when the last straw that broke the camel's back now I've got to unplug the device and everybody's getting angry. Like if it was continuous and it was a system and you set the boundary that we don't do screens after 9 p.m. in this home, then it's a whole lot easier because everybody was on board with that, right? Or at least they know what to expect. So 
um, it is a strategy, but the way I like to use to use that strategy is to work it so that you get people on board with you, not making the family mad at you all the time. <laughs> right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, if it's okay, I wanted to run a question by you that I've actually come up again in my own practice. Would that be okay with you? Please, yeah. So, you know, one of the things I've seen more than one time um, in helping families, too, is that sometimes um, it's usually an eighth or ninth grade boy who's very addicted to playing his games will actually get so addicted to winning and wanting to win the games that they've actually taken, stolen their parents' credit card and bought, I don't know whether you buy credits, points, or whatever you buy on a gaming device, upgrades, you know, but they've actually taken the parents' money and credit cards to yes. to continue in the game. And yes. um, it, it kind of like leads to almost like a secondary addiction there. Well, absolutely. It is all part of the addiction. In a way, there's a crossover between gambling and screen addiction in, in the way you're describing, right? Because there's money involved, and a lot of times um, you, you, you know, you're putting money down, and then it's buying you chips almost, right? Because your points are kind of like mm-hmm. chips, like as if you were playing at a casino. And then you use those chips in the game to either try to win something or, like you said, up-level. Um, and so now you're almost feeding a second addiction. And I don't know if that is gambling with the second addiction that you're talking about, but, <laughs> but definitely gambling and... And gaming, um, there's a lot of crossover between the two. And on top of it, as you stated, you know, no, most children are not saying to their parent, hey, please give me your credit card so I can charge $200 to buy some points. They're just taking it because they know that, it, that it's not, it's not going to fly with their parents. They know that exactly. it's not a positive thing. Uh, many, par- many children recognize that they have a problem, but they won't admit it. And they also try to hide. One of the questions on the quiz, for example, is, is your child hiding uh, his or her gaming use. Do you ask, you know, how many hours you were on, or you think it's only an hour, but really it was four, five, six hours, and they hid that some way. They either did it at a friend's house, or they were down in the basement, or they snuck out of school and came home to do it. So um, whether they're stealing or whether they're hiding, there often can be a lot of deceitful behavior behind a screen obsession or a screen addiction, and that's where it really starts to break parents' hearts, right, because they really mm-hmm. don't want... Uh, any, they don't want anything hidden between them and their child, even if there's a problem they want it out in the open. Absolutely. And so it's, Absolutely. it's important to be aware if you're picking up on deceitful behavior. You you know, it's pretty much a guarantee you've got an addiction that you need to deal with. Right. So it's not it's not uncommon. So we want to let all. our... I see it all the yeah. time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly and then again, children, I know, see too where... Nine-year-olds you know, aren't usually stealing their parents' credit cards, but when I deal with parents of 16, 17, 18-year-olds... Yeah. You know, we say the word child like we talked about last week, but we don't really mean child. We just mean your offspring. <laughs> They're often, you know, teenagers and beyond. Mm-hmm. And I find that that brings a whole new conflict to the parents as well, because one parent will be like, he stole from us. And the other parent's like, well, he didn't steal. He took. <laughs> he took without permission. But, you know, parents have a whole different perspective about perspective. that. But what, yeah. Either way, though, that, right, they recognize that. What was that? <laughs> what was that? I'm saying either way, you know, parents are recognizing yeah. that that's not a good behavior it's not and acceptable. they're not condoning it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so we want to let our audience know there is hope, right? If your child is addicted to screens, spending too much time on screen, screen obsessed, and you're pulling back and they're reacting well or not reacting so well, wherever you are on the spectrum, there is hope. And we have Dr. Colleen here. And Dr. Colleen has has shared two gifts with us, the quiz that she's making reference to, as well as what we call a parenting uh, support call. Parent support call. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, parent support call. And you can get access to both of those gifts from Dr. Colleen at drmaryozfreegifts.com. So we encourage you during the commercial to go ahead and go right to that site, drmaryozfreegifts, G-I-F-T-S dot com. Scroll down to the bottom of their page. You'll see two pictures of Dr. Colleen. Check out the quiz first. And then see if this parent support call is something that you're in need of. When we come back, we've got a little bit of time left with Dr. Colleen. And we're going to be talking about what kind of structures she suggests when you're in the midst of this situation, as well as her digital detox program. She's going to give us some more details on that. And she's also going to talk to us about this parent support call that you now have access to. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And when we come back... We'll wrap things up with Dr. Colleen Carroll. Radical Change Now cares about your healing, transformation, and opportunity to create the radical change you want and deserve in your relationships and in your life. Dr. Mary Oz and her guests are powerful and effective healers, coaches, mentors, and energy workers that are already transforming their clients' lives in powerful ways. Each week, we share valuable insights and advice that helps you achieve the next level of healing and transforming. Visit our gift page to see all the valuable free downloads and webinars at drmaryozfreegifts.com. Are you ready to take the 30-day life-changing challenge that everyone is raving about? In this quick and easy guide, Dr. Mary Oz reveals how you can get started with your own life-changing challenge and begin receiving the results, healing, and transformation you have been longing for. If you love quick, easy, and powerful, this is a must for you. Get your hands on a copy instantly at RadicalChangeNow.com by providing your name and email so you can get started today. Your time is now, and we are here to help you get your radical change. Are you loving the content that Radical Change now has been sharing? Looking for more insights, strategies, and advice? Voice America is happy to announce Dr. Mary Oz's new online TV show called Life-Changing Results with Dr. Mary Oz. Come join as she reveals what it takes to have an amazing relationship with yourself, others, and the universe in ways that are not only healthy, but also extraordinary. If you are all about attracting and achieving life-changing results quickly and easily, This is for you. Join us at voiceamerica.tv and search for life-changing results. Radical change is when we receive the big changes in life that we want and deserve. The big changes that we tend to believe are difficult or not even possible. Are you interested in creating your own radical change? Dive deep with one of our coaches while we focus on you and your individual breakthrough. Our discovery session is designed to uncover hidden challenges that may be blocking you and provide you with a proven plan to achieve the change you seek once and for all. Call 1-833-447-CHANGE or visit RadicalChangeNow.com slash discovery. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. 
Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. If you'd like to participate in our discussion today, the phone lines are open. Reach us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Let's get back to Radical Change Now. Here again is Dr. Mary Oz. So welcome back, everyone. And we're here with Dr. Colleen. And I wanted to check with you, Dr. Colleen. So what kind of structure do you suggest um, that you provide? Sure. When you say structure, help me understand exactly what you mean in far as, um, so, as far as my digital detox so, program. Yeah, you, sure. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, okay. Great. So um, in terms of the success program, the structure that uh, parents will join us in if they choose to, to join that program is that it's a six-week program. And what we do is a four-week break from screens for the the child in question, and typically the whole family participates in that in some way. So, again, um, I'll state that we're not telling parents they can never use their cell phone or can't use their computers at work and so on. We talk about how do you model a break from screens as an adult while you have a child at home who's really the one who needs the, you know, the break in terms of an addiction. But um, we've, we've been able to figure that out greatly, but it's, but it, it's a six-week program because we do a one-week prep so the first week is all about you just can't drop everything and say, oh, that's it. You're taking away all your devices from your child. There's definitely some solid prep work that needs to go uh, happen in advance so that you're ready as a parent, you're ready as a family, you've spoken to your child, and I give you a script for the things that you can say that should get him or her more on board. I can't promise they'll be 100% on board, but they will be more on board through the work that you do in this prep week. And then also working with your spouse and any other caregivers that are that are also in the mix because sometimes parents uh, have you know their their parents right the kid child's grandparent involved or there's an after school program or there's friends' houses so we really need to look at all of those things before you can take that break from screens. Then the weeks uh, two through five of the program are a break from screens in the way that we deem appropriate for your family where we monitor and watch the child and uh, talk about the behaviors you can expect and how to deal with them. And we talk about uh, if your child is exhibiting bad behaviors, behaviors that are hard to manage, how you as a parent and you as a family unit can handle those, alternative activities, and all the different things. Like what if your child is lying to you, as we talked about earlier, right? Sometimes deceit plays in or there's stealing. If it gets to that level, what do you do? How do you handle it? And then once you move to the four weeks of detox or break from screens, then we look at the last week and we say, where are we now? So week six is all about determining whether or not we need more time how does your child respond, or if we're at a good place, and now we talk about transitioning back to uh, a world where screens are involved again. So that's how that structure runs, and that has been a very successful structure, and uh, families feel like it gave them enough time to really understand the process without being this overwhelming, like, six-month commitment, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes some of these programs that uh, are out there ask you to sign up for months and months of your life, and that may not be necessary, and now you're involved in something that's dragging on forever. So this opportunity is great because it happens over the summer where screens could be a little bit more uh, flexible use of them because the child is off from school, and it, you're not signing up for something that's completely unmanageable or that's going to go on forever. So is that helpful? 
Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what I wanted is to understand, like, what's a detox program look like if they come and join you and ask for your help? And a couple of things you mentioned that I just love that you do. So first of all, prep week. I mean, to me, that sounds like setting a foundation for success, right? It's like they probably really, really need that prep week. And I could imagine families needing the scripts to help their kids come on board. So I love that you have those things built in. And then at the at, at the end of it too, the transition part, right? Transitioning back. So it's not just about the six weeks that they went through with you, but how do they transition back to home different, right? Mm-hmm. Clearly, yeah. And, and so I'll just reiterate too that they stay in their home the whole time, but how do they transition back to a, a life where mm-hmm. screens are involved? <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a good point to make too because um, there are a lot of, of quote-unquote detox boot camp type programs out there where parents can send their child away to a summer camp for six or eight weeks uh, and it's pretty drastic and I'm sure it's an enjoyable experience too, but the whole goal is to get their child off screens and there are some instances where I have recommended those after I have spoken on a support call with a parent and we've talked about their unique situation and maybe also their financial ability to pay for something like that because it can be a very expensive program. Um, there's also intake detox programs where if the child is so belligerent and it's and maybe they're much, much older too, like late teens, early 20s, there's where intake, almost like where a drug addict would go and check themselves into a detox program. And those are about, you know, five or $600 a night with a minimum stay of 45 days. Um, and they're not always 100% successful either. So we're not talking about those kinds of programs. <laughs> you're right. home, you're with me with lots of support, and uh, you can have amazing success for a very affordable price point too, I'll point out. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. It sounds to me like you found a way to make it affordable so it can really benefit families that are in need without hurting sure. their pocketbook. I mean, it's a fraction. We, we, uh, it's a fraction. It's a drop in the bucket compared to some of the more um, the, the programs that I just mentioned. And you can have the same success technically, which is really neat. And the reason why I can do that is because we do it virtually. Right, and I've created a program that works, and so now I repeat it with families. Um, and if the parents are, like I said, if the parents are 100% on board and they can be consistent, then um, I'm just showing them, but they are rolling it out at home. And so because they're the ones rolling it out at home with all the tools that I provide, we can make this so affordable. And the other beautiful part about this is that the parents need to be able to know what to do. If you send your child away to a boot camp, sleepaway camp, when the child comes home, you have not been instructed on how to do, you know, get them back to the real world. You need to know as a parent, and so you mentioned earlier that it's very informational, right? A lot of, a lot of education I provide, and that's, um, that's the best part because you will, you will know what to do. You will know what the problems are. You know what to avoid. You'll have all the tools and resources, and then you should be able to maintain that for success later on. Yeah, and to me, it makes more sense the way you're approaching it. You know, keep them in their home, give the parents the education, give them the beginning, the middle, the end, walk them through, take them by the hand, help them with the transition in terms of how will they do this when you're not there anymore. And that makes a lot more sense to me. And I feel like if you take them out of the home and you put them in a program, you know, it's kind of, you're leaving half of the issue behind. 
That's right. You're, yeah. you're, you need them to be successful in their house. And, you know, what families listening to this might say, well, my child is not that bad. You know, I don't need that kind of drastic solution. And, and they're probably right. You know, 99% of the cases, um, even people who fill out the survey, my quiz, and say, yes, my child, you know, makes the five out of the ten <laughs> questions that if you say, yes, you're in the addiction category, even mm-hmm. most of those children do not need a full-time detox boot camp summer camp program. They just need much more structure and a family with a plan. And that's why this is beautiful because it's going to work for just about everybody. So we have a few minutes left before we end. What's your general experience of families? Like, do they find the detox programs to be difficult? Do they find them to be easy? What kind of feedback do you get from your families? Sure. So the, the parents that I work with are are very motivated. And when we have our um, our parent support call and the parent has, has um, shared with me their unique circumstances, right? Every family has some unique circumstances. And I'm listening for their uh, challenges and for what they're committed to, I'll make certain suggestions. And uh, many times I'll suggest that the, the detox program, and that's because I can hear that the parent will um, raise their hand and say, I'm committed to this. Now, that doesn't make it easy, right, but it makes it a little bit easier <laughs> once you know that you, you want the result, you want your child to have a healthy relationship with screens in their lifetime, you want to stop arguing with them, you want to see them be able to put the screen down and do their homework or come to dinner or uh, you know, and have it not get worse. And so when you know that those are the results that you want and that you can get them on the other end, then most parents are willing to put in the, the work. And I will say there is work involved. This is not an easy road. You have a child with an addiction, or at the very least, you have a child with an obsession. And as anyone knows, when you're dealing with a very persistent child, it can be hard, right? And yes, so um, there's bumps in the road. Sometimes there's a little bit of regression. Sometimes there's, there's arguments. Sometimes there are, there's a child who lies and finds a device or hid one in the seat cushion and now um, has access to it when you didn't think he or she had. It certainly isn't always a smooth path, and that's to be expected because you wouldn't be joining this program if you had right. it easy, right? right. <laughs> you wouldn't be joining the program if you had a way to handle this without support. So, so we set the expectations so, that, look, let me, it's not a straight Let me invite line. you to tell us about the parental support call, the parent support call, because we're down to our last yeah, minute or okay, so. And absolutely. I want to make sure our audience knows about that gift that you're offering. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we start off with that call, though, um, which is 30 minutes, you and me for free. I, I am listening to your unique situation, and I am there for you as a person who understands where you're coming from and who has some um, opportunities for guidance for you. Whether it be you just want to know where you can get some free resources, I'm happy to provide that information on this call. Whether you want to talk about the results of your quiz, I'm happy to do that for you on this call. Whether you want to talk about the next opportunity to solve your problem, which may be my uh, digital detox success program that we're running this summer starting in July. I'm happy to have that conversation. But it's really important, Dr. Mary, that that parents know this is a no-pressure phone call. This is not a sales call. This is because there's no reason for that. I don't need to. My programs fill up. I actually turn people away. (laughs) We we, get to a point where I can't handle the amount of people that come. So I do have openings for my July program, though, which is very exciting. I was able to expand it this year. So we want to have a nice 30-minute chat, and at the end of it, you're free to make a decision about what you think is the best next step. But what the nice part about the phone call is I'll be able to help you decide so you don't feel like you're in this 
treadmill anymore or, you know, on like awesome. this Ferris wheel going around and around. You don't know what to do. We're yes. going to get you clear on what you need to do. So sound good? thank you, Dr. Carol. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for those gifts. Thank you for being willing to spend 30 minutes with our audience and the people that need you the most today. So I really appreciate that. Thank you for being on the show today and sharing your information. And thank you for making a difference in families and in kids' lives. Oh, I appreciate it. I, and I love the work and I love the parents that I work with. So it's a gift to be able to uh, spread this message with the world. Thank you for having me today. Yes, our pleasure. Thank you. So just want to let our audience know that next week is July 4th, and we will not be having a Radical Change Now show. So enjoy your Independence Day. But when we come back on July 11th and July 18th, you're going to want to tune in and come and listen to my guest, Louise Swartzwalter. And if you've ever wondered about, is there a connection between your brain and your soul? You're going to want to join us for our next Radical Change show. And if you've ever wondered, what does brain soul work look like and sound like? Join us on July 11th at 1 p.m. here at the Radical Change Now show on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. Have an awesome week and a happy 4th of July. Thank you for tuning in this week for Radical Change Now. Be sure to join Dr. Mary Oz again next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have the best week of your life.